Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Should we do some Housewives University? I think so. Okay, so I always think of Sheree when I think of business. Because um, I just remember she by Sheree. I love Sheree. When she said, who gonna check me, boo, I fell in love. I, I, when they let her go, I always said to Andy, what the fuck? Why did, would you fire Sheree? I just have always found her to be wildly entertaining. Um, so I don't know. Sheree doesn't have a great business sense. She's smart. She's funny. She's entertaining. She's a great reality TV character. She doesn't realize, like, but but to her to her credit, like Sonia in some cases, when you're on reality TV, you got to fucking fill the airtime, and you need quote unquote storylines. And if you don't have enough going on, like you got to kind of find things to go on. And also, if you feel like the train is leaving the station and you're not on it, like people are making all this money. And, which no one really was or is because of businesses like I'm, I'm going to describe. But, you know, when you hear that 
I had the fastest growing liquor brand in history or I was on the cover of Forbes, you're going to be like, I need something. Jill used to call me and say, I need something. Carol Radziwill used to say, I'm looking for white space. And I don't even know what that meant, but she meant like where there's, it's just ridiculous. But so Sheree uh, hasn't had a lot of success in business and I like her. So I hate grading her. I'm like, I want to fairly grade her test, but I guess she had a book called Fiancés and Side Chicks of Hotlanta. That was a fiction book. So she published a book. Publishing a book alone is is positive, but I don't think it was a big, big success and a big seller. It's not that easy to sell books. There have been very few housewives that have been successful at selling books. Uh, and the timing is important. Brandy did well. Teresa did well with books. Um, listen, Beyonce had Darion jeans. I don't think they succeeded. Like you could be really famous and also not good at another thing or not hit it in everything. No, you know, Kim Kardashian had quick trim, the diet pills. They had credit cards. They had hair extensions. They had tanning stuff. They had makeup. They've been in 10,000 businesses that failed. So even billionaires fail. Kylie swim. We don't hear about that that often. Um, so even billionaires fail. So it's okay. I'm not being negative if I say that Sheree's had some failed businesses because she has. Sheree's not making a living at She by Sheree. Her first fashion show uh, had no fashion. There were no designs. So the samples were missing up until the day of the show. And she did have a 20-piece collection for the show, but you could tell it was being pulled together and it's pressure. 14 years later, she started She by Sheree back up. And it was live and the site crashed. I'm sure she said it was due to overwhelming use of the site, but like, I don't, I've, I don't think that really happened. You know, that's something that's a great, that would be something great to say. I don't think. So now she's doing athleisure wear, t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, yoga mats, hats, and people say it's sheen lookalike clothing, which it probably is, but that doesn't mean it's not successful. You know, everything is everything. Every lip gloss is the fucking same. It's in a different package. So don't get it twisted. Everything is sheen-like clothing. Everything is sheen-like lip gloss. She could have sheen shit with her own tag. Everything's branding. There's no difference between the really expensive shit and the cheap shit for the most part I'm finding in makeup and in many areas. So it doesn't matter if it's a lookalike clothing. I just don't get the sense that it's a massive success. She's probably making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. She's not making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, she's just not. I'm just, I just, I know too much about this and what the margins are and she's not, but she might be making nice, good change on the floor. Dorinda sold mugs and sold t-shirts and she makes thousands of dollars on it. I know she does, but she's not making millions of dollars. She's not making hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, and maybe Sheree can make a hundred thousand dollars. That's still a lot of money. So we have to talk about what success is, but it's not a very successful, scalable business where I can find all these things that she's doing so well that like, we can scale and somebody else can can do and she's going to have, you know, a major, major brand. That's just what I, that's my own opinion based on what I'm seeing. And I don't know everything about it. Um, she had a boutique, Bella Azul Boutique, from 2003 to 2006. Kyle had a boutique. Nini had a boutique. It's, it's, it's a dog. It's a difficult, difficult thing. And she said she closed the shop to take care of her kids and focus on her clothing line. She by Sheree. It's 2023 online and direct to consumer. She's got a retail space. She's got to pay that rent. She's got to pay someone to be there if she's not there. Sounds like a shit show nightmare. And it's definitely, it's not a chain store by now. So that's been pretty much a failure. 
These are rumors. Allegedly, she didn't pay corporate employment taxes to the state, and she owed $66,647.25 to the state. A tax lien was filed against the corporation. You know, these are just not great clues. Like, so it's a shit show to open a store. Not her fault. She tried. Like, I give her credit for trying. It's not easy to run a business, have a family, be on the show. And sometimes you got to be on the show and get paid to be on the show. It's hard to have a side hustle. It really is. My brand is not as strong when I'm doing that kind of television as when I'm not. I can't babysit and pay attention as much. Plus, all these businesses suck. And then she's the executive producer of WeTV's Selling It in the ATL. She pitched producer Carlos King, who I think I've met before, a show about African-American real estate agents in Atlanta. I like that idea. Show is canceled. No season two. Okay, I've had many failed talk shows and shows season two. She got a show sold. I'm not going to call that a failure. She got a show sold. It was on the air. Maybe it wasn't great, but like that's not a failure because she did it. She got up. She did it. So I'm going to give, I give Sheree a lot of credit for trying a lot of different businesses. I'm going to give her a C minus, maybe a D plus because of getting, having those problems. I'll give it a, I'll give her a C minus for business. And this does not count getting on the housewives and being good at that because that brings everybody's score up. So her score would be, you know, a B plus or something, but I'm going to give her a C minus at Housewives University. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.